Friends, Romans, countrymen, lend me your ears. I'm Mark Anthony, and this is Demolition News Radio, episode 166. In this episode, four years and counting. This podcast is sponsored by WillowHire.com, the UK's leader in dust suppression equipment. Kick the dust into touch with our new, bigger and better all-in-one dust suppression units for hire. Call Willow on 01582 840045. Earlier this week, I took a phone call from a researcher working for a national radio station. Hi Mark, the researcher said. Are you aware that this weekend marks the fourth anniversary of the Didcot disaster? Am I aware? Let me think. Am I aware that it's 208 weeks since the worst demolition accident in living memory? Am I aware that it's 1,459 days since Ken Cresswell, John Shaw, Michael Collins and Christopher Huxtable were ripped from their respective families, never to return? Am I aware that those families and the demolition industry have been waiting more than two million minutes for some indication of what went wrong and for some sense of closure? Yeah, I'm aware. Very aware. Painfully aware. I'm also aware that Didcot is the single thing I've written about most in a 30-year career in journalism. It's the subject I've talked about most. To this day, it remains the subject I'm asked about most. To the families and friends of the four men, to their work colleagues, and to the global demolition community, the memory of Didcot never goes away. My fear, however, is that to the wider world, Didcot is now just a thing that happened in the past. In the immediate aftermath of the accident, the subject was front-page news. It was discussed in the House of Commons. Members of Parliament called for action. On each of the subsequent anniversaries, the Health and Safety Executive or Thames Valley Police have issued statements to update the world on the progress of their investigation. This year, as I'm recording this, there's been no such statement. MPs are more concerned with the aftermath of the Brexit disaster they brought upon themselves. In fact, with the notable exception of a strongly worded call for action from the Unite Union late last year, Didcot has seemingly fallen off the public radar. And we cannot allow that to happen. Each passing day that the HSE drags its heels is a further insult to the memory of the four men that died while going about their business. Each passing day that the legal eagles pull together their high-profile prosecution case is another day that any lessons that might be learned remain buried in red tape and bureaucracy. Each passing day that those involved are forced to remain silent to ensure they don't prejudice any court case is another day that demolition men and women remain at risk without all the necessary facts. The fourth anniversary of the Didcot disaster falls on a weekend, so it's questionable whether the industry will observe the one or the four-minute silence with which it has marked previous anniversaries. Personally, I will take a moment to respect the memory of Ken Cresswell, John Shaw, Michael Collings and Christopher Huxtable. I'll take myself away from my family and friends and I'll just be silent. But I will not be silent about the need to bring the investigation to a conclusion. I will not be silent until the industry has the answers it needs. And I will not be silent until the families of the four men get the closure they so richly deserve. And neither should you. Thanks for listening.